two, three, four. It's me, Spencer, the host and proprietor of Four Trees, a Warrior Cats podcast. If you're wondering what that was, that was basically my process insofar as writing music goes. Um, And I wanted to do this episode today to talk a little bit about that because I was doing some uh, research recently, looking into some stuff, and I found some interesting things that I would feel remiss if I did not share. So this podcast will not necessarily be that much about cats. It's more about Four Trees, the podcast, and about the theme tune of Four Trees, the podcast in particular. So by now, you may or may not be familiar with the Four Trees theme tune. Um, I've been doing this for like seven weeks, but I also understand due to the nature of podcasting that this may end up being the first episode that someone is listening to. So for their benefit, here's a little live recording of the Four Trees theme tune, at least as I currently do it. I don't know if this is the same version that's like constantly uh, playing every time, but this is how I remember it whenever I play it for myself.
So as you might be able to tell, this is something that I can't really do unassisted in one way or another. I have with me a little loop pedal manufactured by TC Electronic, which plugs into a cheap amp I got off of Facebook Marketplace by Roland. Um, and that allows me to loop the notes I play on my violin. Yes, all of the plucking and stuff is on a violin. It's uh, not a ukulele. Some music-y folk out there may be able to draw some comparisons between what I do and what a certain incredible musician called Andrew Bird does, and you would be super right to do so because Andrew Bird is basically my favorite musician and the reason why I started playing violin almost a year ago to this day. It was like a year and a month ago or something like that. One of the major features of Andrew Bird's music is the thing he did in his earlier years where he would create a chord progression out of violin loops. Now, to those of you who don't know what a chord progression is or what any music stuff is, let me explain it to you simply. Think of like Legos and Duplos, right? The parts are generally interlocking. You can build Lego stuff on top of Duplo stuff, it's just that Duplo happens to be bigger. So if you're trying to make something big and dense, like a mountain, you could use Duplo to like lay out the foundation and block out all of the, you know, like major works and then use Legos on top of that to flesh out the details. And that's kind of what most songs are. Songs are built out of chords, which are Duplos, and chords are built out of notes, which are Legos. So most songs have one or two repeating patterns of chords they use to build familiarity with the user. However, with a lot of popular music arrangements, these chord progressions will be built from Duplo with Lego on top of it to hide them. What Andrew Bird does, which I think is really neat, is he'll make his tunes out of lots of little Lego bricks instead by playing notes and then looping and then adding more notes over and over and over again until we get these kind of intricate structures that function the same as a Duplo but are more interesting, at least to me, to listen to. Hence the inspiration for the music of Four Trees. I really want to create that kind of sound where you get used to this tune piece by piece until it becomes this big thing and it's just like, wah! I really love that. And as it turns out, the format of the theme wasn't my only reference to Andrew Bird. Recently, I was listening to his newer stuff, which I probably don't listen to as much as I should, and I heard this one song called Archipelago, which he pronounces as Archipelago because he's an artiste. And I noticed, oh no, this sounds really similar to the Fortress theme. Here's a listen. Um, it's in the same key, but I did transpose it up an octave so that you can hear how similar they are. Yikes, right? Was it plagiarism? Well, for what it's worth, I do not particularly think so. For one, it was done accidentally, um, and while that does not make plagiarism any better, it also means that I probably wasn't as precious to the original tune if I would uh, that I, I would have been had I actually like stolen it. 
Um, basically, the tunes diverge really quickly. The only commonality is the underlying chord progression and the first half of the phrase, which would be more of an issue legally if the next parts didn't serve to undermine that part of the phrase by creating counterpoint. Okay, hi, it's me, Spencer, reporting from in the middle of making this podcast. I just realized that I said the word counterpoint without explaining what it means, so give me a second to do that for you non-musically savvy people. Essentially, when you have a chord, only a certain like certain set of notes can go inside of it. So when you have a, a G major, you can basically, you can use D, you can use B, and you can use G. And those go inside of G major, and that's fine. So when you have multiple melodies playing on top of each other, sometimes something will happen where two notes that happen to be in the same chord play together. And that's harmony, and it's also considered counterpoint. Uh, counterpoint is basically when you're building a chord out of melodies. Um, so in my tune, when we have this happening, we also have this happening later on. And what that does is a special kind of counterpoint where uh, the melodies will actually build different chords. So here we have B and D happening at the same time. And then later we have C and E happening at the same time. And while the song's original chord progression goes G to D and then to F and then C, what uh, the Fortress tune does is uh, once it gets to that point, it goes from G to C, essentially, which it doesn't do normally, and that's like part of the counterpoint. That's why we have the two melodies going so that like it, it changes the function of the song midway through and it provides this extra thing inside of the world as well as creating that really nice harmony between uh, the, the two violin parts that loop. So yeah, that's what counterpoint is. Every time I say counterpoint or harmonize in this video, that's basically what I'm referring to. This interplay between uh, da -da -da and that. So just so you know, thank you for listening so far. I know it's been long and weird. I promise this isn't most episodes. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to what I was saying earlier. There is something of an argument to make that my tune would theoretically be like a replacement for Andrew Bird's music because of the commonality in our style. However, I think it would be a pretty hard case to prove that someone is listening to my Warrior Cats analysis podcast exclusively because they like listening to the theme music better than they like listening to the tune Archipelago by Andrew Bird. Also, since the Western 12-tone musical scale is kind of inherently finite, there are more and more musicians pushing against the idea of people owning certain tunes. The band Breakbot refused to sue Bruno Mars for his pretty blatant copying of the tune from Your Wish Is My Command, and there are a group of musical mathematicians who recently put out a database full of algorithmically generated music to help set a legal precedent defending small musicians in cases of them being sued by big publishers for plagiarism. The idea being that if they can't definitively prove that X Melody isn't on this database, then they can't prove that they were the first to come up with X Melody and therefore do not own it. Another example of a tune sounding eerily similar came from when I decided to finally check out some of the other Warrior Cats podcasts out there. This is the Kevin McLeod tune from the show Warrior Cats, What Is That? But transposed to G major, the key that I'm most comfortable in, and the same key that the Fortress tune is in.
Now, again, there are a lot of differences between our tunes in practice. Their tune is played on horns, minus pizzicato violin. But we are both Warrior Cats Analysis podcast with demonstrably similar tunes who also both just covered Firestar's Quest. If they were to discover my podcast, they might get the idea that I'm in some way ripping them off, which I sure hope they don't because I'd love to have them on someday, but it'd be understandable. Any resemblance to their theme tune is a legitimate accident and coincidence. I actually intentionally refused to listen to any of the other Warrior Cats podcasts until I had enough practice with my own. This is probably another confluence of bad luck and influence, but there is a musical analysis reason as to why these three tunes all sound so similar. In musical scales, such as G major, there are functions called modes. A mode is essentially a version of that same scale, except for that it starts and ends on a different note. B Phrygian has all the same notes as G major, but it starts and ends on B instead of G. When I play it, it doesn't sound very much like a scale at all, and that's because musical modes aren't really formatted like that. It's just kind of a term used for when a tune happens to gravitate around a certain note. In the case of the Four Trees and Warrior Cats What Is That themes, they both happen to be in Phrygian mode. Uh, Four Trees is in B Phrygian, and I believe Warrior's Cats What Is That uh, is in C Phrygian, or whatever their mode their original key denotes. Um, do I mean here that all tunes in Phrygian sound the same? Absolutely not. It's used in plenty of different songs. The opening to Bowie, uh, David Bowie's Space Oddity and Beyonce's I Care um, are in Phrygian. However, when you're dancing around one note, it is pretty likely that you'll end up making similar decisions to other musicians before you who have done the same thing. If I were to begin improvising in A Dorian or E Aeolian or God forbid both, it would end up sounding a lot like some pagan folk song because a lot of folky fiddle music is written in that mode. The way I made the Fortress theme was basically improvisation. It was when I was first learning how to loop my violin and I was just playing around and trying to find things I liked. Uh, I started with the first part to set the scene with the arpeggios, and then I was just playing around and reinforcing that and improvising in pizzicato, and then once I got out my bow, I probably subconsciously played the Andrew Bird tune because the chord progression subconsciously reminded me of it. As the tune goes on, I break away from it and create harmonies that weren't there, and I go on improvising, but at the end of the day, eight or so weeks later, the core of the melody is still something that I wasn't the first one to write. Am I going to change the theme tune? Probably not. I know it wouldn't be the hardest thing in the world to do. I could just shift around a few notes, but there are honestly other non-Andrew Bird related parts of the theme tune that I really like. The arpeggios bit got stuck in my flatmate's head after I played it for her, and it's so satisfying to hear the second violin melody come in and make harmony with the first one. If tomorrow I get a message from Warrior Cats What Is That or Andrew Bird's people telling me to cut it out, I'll find a new tune to play instead. Not because I think they would be right to do so, but because I want to respect them and theirs. I believe that music is to be shared and that influence is a beautiful thing. And honestly, if somebody were to take influence from the themes I composed for Four Trees, then I would be honored. You're welcome to disagree with me, and I'd love to know your points of view if you have them, but I wanted to do this episode in the interest of transparency. 
Um, I started Four Trees knowing that there were going to be things that I got wrong, possibly offensively wrong, when it comes to certain aspects of this. And I'm glad that music happened to be one of the areas that I goofed up, because at least I know enough about music to explain myself and just say that, like, I'm a fool. There are a lot of things that I don't know, and I'm still learning. Um, but yeah, there are eight notes of the Four Trees theme tune that are not entirely original in all likelihood. I probably ended up copying a melody from a song that I listened to and then forgot about it. And man, that sucks. But there isn't much I can do about it except to own up to my mistake and explain why I'm going to continue using the theme. While I can't deny similarities between them, I believe that my version transforms the melody to an extent where it became its own tune, and that copywriting something so nebulous as an assortment of tones is a little silly to begin with, considering the infrastructure that Western music has assembled in regards to how these things come to mind to begin with. So yeah, that's what I have. Thank you for tuning into Tune Talk, the weirdly heavy segment about my failings as a podcast creator. Be sure to join us next week for an actual Warrior Cats discussion. Uh, again, Firestar's Quest, we're kind of going through that right now. And then, you know, Blue Star's Prophecy will be right after. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And we have guests on the show now, so every episode isn't going to be this. Anyway, I've been Spencer. Bye! <laughs>